a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast 250 Motocross Review. Yeah. It's coming up this weekend uh, in Hangtown, and uh, looking forward to uh, talking some 250s, talk about what we think is going to happen. Please don't bookmark this podcast. Don't go back and listen to it, because we might be horribly wrong. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. FlyRacing.com, the official gear of the Outdoor Motocross Series Lucas AMA Pro Motocross Championships. Um, we thank the folks at Fly, Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com, Zach Osborne will be wearing Fly Racing, defending his number one plate. Uh, Blake Baggett, uh, Benny Bloss, uh, Weston Pike, uh, a lot of guys out there. FlyRacing.com, please check them out. And uh, buy something from them. Support them. Uh, their F2 carbon helmet with MIPS. Uh, right off the shelf, right onto the riders' heads. And uh, they make a couple of rider patterns in that as well. So please check that, those guys out. Fly Racing. Also, too, brought to you by Maxxis, the MXST tire. Coming out soon, developed by Jeremy McGrath. There's going to be um, an outdoor intro for that coming down the line. One of the world's most trusted tire brands. Maxxis delivers high-quality tire products that perform no matter the terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask MC. Also, two Alpine Stars. Uh, outdoors are here. The A4 chest protector uh, that will go underneath a lot of riders out there, including Eli Tomac uh, and many other guys. The A4 chest protector combines performance and protection into a lightweight chest and back protector that offers a modular design that can also be used with the bionic neck support system. It's CE certified. It's good for Supercross, good for MXGP, GNCC, and beyond. Alpine Stars. Protex. Please subscribe to um, uh, RacerX as well. RacerX uh, Online uh, is a great site, but the RacerX Magazine has a lot more in it that you'll never, ever, ever read on the website. All right, so please check those guys out. Thanks to uh, Fly Racing, Maxis, and Alpine Stars. All right, with me to break down the 250 class as it's going to happen. One guy who's going to be there every race, one guy who's not. Uh, first up, the guy who's going to be there, he's the voice of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship Series. Him and Grant Langston will be calling the action at all 12 rounds. He is my boss at RacerX Online. He is Jason Wygant. Yeah! Yes! Oh, yes. Listen, you got a little more excited there than you would for Supercross. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 12 weeks of glory, man. I'm a network television guy. It's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm actually like on a full, full salary. Like they, they take health benefits and all this stuff. I don't even know if that's legal because I've got two, two companies I'm working for at the same time, but I'll take it. Will, 12 weeks. Will me you, and Bob Costas. Yeah, will you see Bob Costas? Mike Rico. Peter King. Congrats, Peter King's Peter King. moving over. Yeah. Yeah, the company Christmas party is awesome. They yeah. got a great cheese plate. Yep, at Rockefeller Center. <laughs> Free food. Yep. Um, also on the yeah. line from uh, Fly Racing. You and Matt Wauer just hanging out. 
Oh, boy. We each has that button underneath his desk. I, I have that button at my desk, yeah. Um, <laughs> also on there from uh, WPS Fly Racing, WPS official uh, uh, distributor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Not too much. I'm excited, too. It's uh we, you know, for Supercross, we are kind of iced out for 18. Like, we don't have any involvement as a company um, other than our riders on the track. So, it's good for us, too. We're excited. You know, I know Weege kind of waits around to get more involved, and it's the same for us. Um, you know, it's definitely more work for me, but are you... uh, to be there and get, you know, exposure for the brand and, and have all that involvement, it's it's exciting for us, too. You're going to have the whole deal again, the whole dealer sign-up things and all that, tents? And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That? This okay. is year four for us. Yeah. So we've, uh, we've got this thing, I don't want to say figured out because there's always some new wrinkles, but we definitely feel comfortable with the program we have. And we've, we've had really good reception from dealers, and I feel like the experience for the dealers to come to an event is, is pretty darn good. I would put it up against anything anybody has out there. What are we doing for catering this year? What do we got going on? Uh, it's a little different for every round, and it's that's just based on region. Okay. You know, you can't get like Unadilla; you just can't get Chipotle. You know, so um, there are there are different options for different events. But honestly, uh, man, our food is pretty badass. It's uh, we we spend a lot of money on it. But for dealers, we want it to be awesome. We want them to leave and be like, man, those guys really took care of me. And you know, when it's time to choose a product to put into a dealership for a consumer to come by we we hope they choose western power sports and fly racing for their needs and that's kind of what uh, it's all about hashtag real racing are they using that this year again i don't know i hope not <laughs> <laughs> um all right so hashtag this, this is moto uh, one. that's fine that's fine yeah that's fine because it is we don't we don't need to there, there's no need for that there's don't, no need for that don't poke the bear don't poke the bear um, I mean, dude, why, yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? why do we have to do this? We're cool. Everybody's cool. <laughs> Hashtag motocross is the best series. Well, like, <laughs> that would be you know mine. that's how it's going to be interpreted? Like, come on, man. Oh, I know. I know. It's great. I love it. Um, so this is going to be 250 preview. We're going to do 450s uh, later on this week. And uh, so people, you'll be hearing this uh, first. Uh, lots to talk about. Uh, first up for the uh, TV series, Wygant, uh, you have a new uh, pit reporter, you and GL. Again, calling the action. I love Langston, too, by the way. He is uh, he's fantastic in the booth. And uh, looking forward to hearing him. And then who's the, uh, who's the pit reporter? Yeah, uh, first of all, uh, we're going to miss Georgia Lindsay. Um, no, no friction, no falling out. But she actually went back to England and I think chose to stay there. Mm-hmm. So she, she's not coming back to the United States. Uh, I mean, the job was hers if she wanted it. Uh, she didn't get fired. I guess she just did not want to come back. So we'll miss Georgia and our pit reporter, somewhat familiar. Uh, this is Will Christian, and she actually was with us at Straight Rhythm the last couple of years. So if anyone wants to go look at Straight Rhythm on YouTube, you'll be like, oh, okay, there she is. Right. So she's been around it a bit. You know, the riders that were there, she knows. Um, she's probably going to be wondering where Stank Dog and Ronnie Mac. Right, right, uh, right. They were, uh, the last race I went to, they were really yeah. fast, probably what she's thinking. Yep. Um, but she'll be good. She's actually... The cool thing about most people in the Red Bull fold, and that's where most of her work was coming from, like she was a former professional wakeboarder. Most of the pit reporters and announcers and people you see on these Red Bull shows are ex-athletes. And then for some reason they have me. I don't know how that happened. Uh, but she's good. She knows what she's doing. It'll yeah, good. Oh, good. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Do you feel like you and GL, I mean, maybe this is just cheese ball sports media stuff, but do you feel like you and GL get better every year um, working with each other? 
Yeah, I think so. But a lot of it, honestly, is that uh, GL is getting more comfortable every time. Like he's told us over and over how nervous he was the first year. And I think he told you on a podcast that after like the fifth round, he was going to quit. Uh, so I think he's figuring out what he is good at, his strengths and weaknesses. And honestly, I think his biggest strength is that GL's GL, right? Like whatever he says, he's going to say. Whatever he thinks, sorry, whatever he thinks, he's going to say. And I think every year he gets a little bit more comfortable uh, doing that. So, we yeah, got, I guess we get better just because of that. We got uh, we got nine 125 Dream Races plus a Glen Helen, right? Yeah, okay. now I'm hearing, I didn't even know this, that they are collecting some sort of points to determine who races the last one. Did you know this? I'd already heard, uh, yes, I've, I've, I had yeah. always heard that. There was going to be a championship. Yeah. Yeah, a championship round, so to speak. That's... Yeah. <laughs> what, like what, JT? Text Joey and ask him real quick. Anyways, um, yeah, like this is probably going to go sideways because once you add points and a and a plaque, things go sideways with people in that chase for glory. But uh, I'm excited; it's going to be cool. RV's racing this weekend. Hangtown, he's in. So on 125, why is he 125? Yes. And he, let me just say that he thinks he's going to win. Let me just leave it at that. He thinks that he'll do really well. <laughs> he, he may or may not want me to put a stopwatch on him and compare him to the 450 class. <laughs> I don't so, think he wants that. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, that probably was a little bit much for him. Um, all right. So, yeah, looking forward to that. and uh, Should be good. Same kind of schedule as always. Uh, nothing new for races or anything else. So uh, we got our, I think, a little different break schedule than we used to have. But other than that, yeah, it's uh, it's go time. So Weege, was, was there any chance of Aaron Coscarelli coming back? Apparently moved on to bigger and better things. I need us anymore. <laughs> is she still on NFL Network? Uh, I don't think so. I, oh, I could be wrong on that, but she's not on the oh. morning. She used to be on the morning show part, Good yeah. Morning AM or whatever their show is called, but she's not on there anymore. Oh, well, okay. Maybe maybe probably, there's, maybe probably, there is a chance. Probably still looking into the bogle. What happened to bogle? <laughs> <laughs> yes, where he said he was pulled in the mechanics area in a moto because he was he just tired, tired pulled in. but then – yeah. But then got eighth. Right. Um, Miracle. All right. Let's. Uh, so. I mean, look. You know, when do you want to get into the Amart discussion? Now or later? <laughs> I just. When do you want to get into this troll train talk? Because all aboard. All aboard. Let me. You wearing just, a conductor's hat? Uh, I would like that. Yes. Um, no. Look. Um, I don't think he's the favorite to win this championship. I, oh, you don't think? I don't think. Okay. Um, okay. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hype him up. But Osborne is the defending champion. Uh, J-Mart is looking very good. J-Mart finished second in the points last year. I, I like Osborne. I mean, I think it's going to be a battle. It won't go as good as it was last year. I think there will be guys who step up closer. But to me, Wygan, I'll start with, I'll start with you, JT, because Wygan just talked about TV. To me, um, I, think, I think Zach Osborne is the favorite to repeat. I really do. Not by a lot, but just enough. Yeah, yeah. if we're in Vegas, he would be the favorite. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I think the odds would be tight. Um, I think, you know, the people you named, specifically J-Mart, with two titles and riding arguably better – well, I don't want to say arguably – riding better than he ever has in Supercross the last six to eight weeks. Uh, yeah, I think those those two would be your favorites. But then, you know, Plessinger's riding really well. I'm not sure what his outdoor prep has been like. 
Uh, Forkner, we don't know with the injury where he's going to be at. He's definitely riding. We've seen that. But what's his level going to be? But I would agree with you for me at the beginning, going in, knowing where all the momentum is and, and you know, the experience and everything, I, I think those two are your clear-cut favorites on paper. Yeah, uh, uh, no AC, of course, for outdoors in case you missed that announcement. What do you think, Wygant? Osborne or J-Mart will most likely be, if there's a championship pie between those two, I'll go 60-40 Osborne over J-Mart. But are the odds favored one of those two holding up a number one plate? Yeah, because not only are they fast and good, but I think they're the most reliable, partially because they've just been there a long time and they know what they're doing. I don't think there's a very good chance that either one is going to blow it and have a terrible season, crash out or anything like that. So they're going to be, to borrow the phrase, in it to win it anyway. So right there, that's also going to help. There might be other guys that are just as good, but I don't know if you can count on anyone else the same way you can these two. And by the way, they did end up, one, two in points last year. And it wasn't even a great season for J-Mart, but even yeah. in his worst, yeah. he still finished his second. Yeah, he threw away a couple of motos for sure. The, the bike stopped me. You've heard this before. He's really happy with the new bike. <laughs> really likes it. But but it is all new. It is different. I mean, I've talked to guys, magazine guys and things like that, you know, about, about the bike. So, um, But, uh, man, Osborne is just... I mean, I would. I guess I would say this about J-Mart before last year, but Osborne's just a total package. Like, he can come from the back. He's in terrific shape. He's got raw speed, you know? And he, like, look, his Supercross wasn't as good as it was last year, but he was still very, very good. And he doesn't make mistakes, JT. He doesn't – when's the last time you saw, oh, Osborne, he cartwheels? Like, you never you never see that. Yeah, to me, the, the X factor here will be – J-Mart, his, his big, you know, problem, I don't, say, I don't even know if that's the right word, problem, but his bugaboo, we'll say, was he would get the whole shot. Glenn Helen was, was one example that jumps off the page to me, and he should have won that moto, and he crashed the first lap and blew it, and he gave away a bunch of points in the process. For Osborne, he uh, and he didn't have a huge issue, I don't think, but there were motos where we didn't know if his bike was going to finish. Southwick, I think, his bike was smoking real bad, if I remember correctly. But there were a few motos in there where it was like, is, is Osborne going to have the, the bike troubles that plagued him the year before? Uh, to me, they're, they're two separate issues, but those are the, the big concerns is, is when J-Mart has the opportunity, does he make the most of it or does he make the mistake like he did last year? And can Osborne put 24 motos together without a bike issue? Because like you said, I don't think Zacco is going to toss motos away. And if no. he does, I think he'll come back to the top six or seven and, and minimize the damage. You look at his point score last year, he finished 81 points ahead of, of Martin. And you look at his moto scores and like, there's like a 13th at Bud's, or at Millville, I mean. Uh, I think he fell. No, he had a bike problem there, too, I think. Um, it's just, yeah, Millville's when the bike was smoking. Yeah, the it bike seemed was, for sure he wasn't going to finish. Yeah. And he nursed just, at home. And it wasn't even that big a bike problem in the end, I don't think. Uh, 13, he, he got 8th again in uh, Thunder Valley, but he was sick. Like, geez, you know, you just look at that season, and you're like, where, where, you know, where's the, where's the weakness for this kid, uh, this guy? Yeah, in a class of... Uh, inconsistency. He's you know he's the he's the outlier. Yeah, That's yeah. why he ends up eighty one points ahead. But okay, but the J Mart fans and the J Mart people will say he's back. Look at Supercross this year, and he was much better than last year. First year on Geico last year, Supercross didn't go so well. Nationals went eh, 
and uh, for him, for a two-time champion. And uh, he's riding better in Supercross this year. He's at Eli Tomax. He's at Altitude. So, like, J-Mart, there's a very good chance J-Mart, I mean, he's got 81 points to go. But there's a bit. There's a good chance that he's better, uh, J-Mart, is this year than last year. Weege. Yeah, and I think also the J-Mart camp was bummed that, you know, remember he broke in the first motor of the year? Yeah. And I don't think people really get too bummed in that because they're like, all right, everybody's going to have one. Like, this is risky. We used our mulligan here in the first motor of the season, but somebody will have a problem. And somehow Osborne did not. Right. So I bet you if you're in Martin's camp, you're like, he had an exceptionally lucky year, and there's no way he's having 24 motos with everything going that well again. Things out of his control should have happened but didn't. So they're probably banking on the luck being a little more even, and JT kind of illustrated it. The year before, Osborne had hellacious things. He had like five motos in a row with bike problems. So I bet you they're going to tell themselves, sure, it was 90 points behind, but Osborne, it was just his year, and you can't have that kind of luck two years in a row. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, that, that, that would be, yep. if you're J-Mart waving the flag for J-Mart, that's it. That's, what you, that's exactly what you do. But, yep. man, I don't know. These two are just, I just think they're going to be one-two in some order. They're going to be one-two, slightly favoring Osborne. But if there's another guy, there's another guy on a KTM, knows J-Mart very well, knows the program J-Mart, knows J-Mart's strengths and weaknesses. It's Alex Martin, everybody. Alex Martin, second in the points uh, until he uh, hurt himself. Clearly beating up Plessinger. Last year. What about how did, it, how did that end up? Also, too, Amart, been ready for Supercross for a little bit from injuries, but instead just been motoring down nonstop motocross action for Amart. It's hard to see. action. It's hard to see Amart. Have orange helmet on? Forget it. Listen, <laughs> you guys. Uh, it sucks that you're not believers. It sucks that you want to shit on them, but. <laughs> you think see for me i think that the wild card i don't think it's amart i think it's forkner forkner's my wild card to to get it. i just don't know how healthy he is or will be i i feel like he's going to be okay because he didn't miss all that much time but to me forkner's the guy that i'm like if anybody's going to come in and and you know flip this upside down it's forkner you you, you got half of that right he's wild Okay, thank you. I, I I agree. Forkner on speed, yeah, you know for sure. But man, was he? He was but all he over. He wasn't the... really a crasher outdoors. I don't think was he. Uh, I don't know if he was either. Yeah, I mean, what? You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I think he's probably crashed a little bit here and there. But I mean, before he went, he hadn't won a moto. But he got uh, before he went out with injury. He got uh, a couple thirds, a couple seconds. You know. So Yeah, I just think he's gonna be better. I mean, look how look how much better he was in Supercross this year than his rookie year. I right. just think you're gonna see that next step forward again. I could be wrong. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't even know how healthy he is. No, I talked to Peyton. I, like I don't know I don't know if Peyton is uh being coy or not with me, but he said close to hundred percent. Well, I, so, I you yeah. know, and there's Instagram videos of him riding, so for sure he's riding, but he didn't sit out all that long, so it wasn't like he had this huge break. Yeah. I, I think we're gonna see him come out swinging right away. Yeah. Huh. 
Can I get some love for Troll or no? Nothing? Neither yeah, one of you? Amart's great. Amart's okay. great. I'm just saying he. if I had to choose between Amart and Forkner for who's going to make noise, I would take Forkner. What kind Amart of noise? Will be there. What do you mean by noise? W- winning motos. I'll take winning Forkner. Motos. I'll take Forkner. Okay. And, and I don't disagree with you. Amart is he's steady and he's fast. It's not that he's not fast. I think he just hangs around that two, three, four, five all summer. Where Forkner, you may be right. Maybe Forkner has a you know a one three day, and then the next yeah. week he's he's three DNF. You know, and that that doesn't the math doesn't add up for him on that you know scenario. Um, but I just think Forkner is about to jump onto the scene in a big way this summer. It's hard to see Alex Martin as your national champion, right? But it was Especially also if you're looking too far up. It was also hard to see Zach Osborne as your national champion, though. It kind of was. He was. Think about him in Geico days. Right? Uh, I didn't. Not. I mean, coming out of Supercross, I didn't. I, I. He was my. He was my pick. Yeah, coming out of Supercross, but because of the Baker program and everything else. But you know. They, no, in the years before that, I know what you mean. Yeah. And even 2016, he was good. You know. Yeah. But he was maybe a notch off of. He was a lot. A couple other guys were. He was down. a lot like Amart. A notch. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm glad we do these pods only because if anyone is like, why do I need to listen to those guys? What are they going to tell me that I don't already know? Well, I guarantee you this. No one is thinking Amart before the Nationals. No one's going into Hangtown saying Alex Martin. And that's A, because he's generally under the radar, and B, uh, he basically didn't even race Supercross this year. So that's what we're here for. Just yeah, reminding you the things you may have forgotten about. He's that's a good ri- Hey, He's riding for a contract, too. Motivation. Yeah. He needs a deal. No, he's, he was second in the points when he got hurt. He was ahead of Jeremy. He was ahead of his brother. A clear second yeah. in the points, too. A clear Okay, second. I don't know. I don't know how clear it was. Uh, I, I know you were probably had it as a poster on your wall. <laughs> I'm just week. saying. I just th- These are the underrated guys that, you know, that you just – no one's talking about. How many, minutes, how many minutes have you been recording this show now? Um, 20 minutes, 50 seconds. Okay. We've gone 20 minutes, 50 seconds. And we have not even mentioned, except to shit on him and say that Amart had him covered last year. We haven't even mentioned Plessinger. Yes, let's go there. Like what? What? What's wrong with us? Well, what's wrong I, with I Plessinger? What's him. wrong? What's not I mentioned love? him? I, I mean, he, was in the, only mentioned in the he beat Amart at the end of the season. L- listen, no, I mentioned him. I said I, I was. I would be curious to see how much outdoors he's been riding because he had this supercross thing looming over his head. That's my only concern. Oh, okay, he'll be fine. He'll be uh, fine. He uh, doesn't care. Nothing looms over his yeah, head. Yeah, Aaron. This will be interesting for Aaron. Like he, he, he was crushed last year after Supercross, and he admitted that it affected him for motocross. You know, he just couldn't get over it. Uh, he kind of threw the race away at Salt Lake City last year, so he, he kind of. He said it was really, you know, hard to get going, and that's happened in the past. That's happened a lot, so it's not – it's totally understandable. Aaron's got talent to, you know, to win races. I just – he's got to stay away from that one mistake. You look at his, you look at his scores last year, uh, two podiums in the first three races, uh, eight points scored at Glen Helen, zero points scored at Thunder Valley, the second moto. That's where uh, Nick Way had the flag, I believe. Uh, and then he rips off uh, – he rips off five straight podiums, and then go get zero points at Southwick and gets ten points at Redbud. You know what I mean? Like that's what he's got to avoid. But he can do it. Well, even more so uh, at Tennessee, he actually ripped two good starts and won the overall. And you're like, okay, here it comes. And then the next weekend at Redbud, he was like 
I don't even know if he's in the top five in either of the motos. Just yeah. due to bad starts. It's like some weekends that dude's just sealing it, and uh, some weekends he's just not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I would think that he's taken another step forward, just being another year older and more mature and having a championship under his belt. I believe you did say at the beginning of the season, why not double titles for Plessinger? Absolutely. Isn't it in play? I think, it is in play. I think he's got the talent and the bike to do it. Yep. That's what you need. You know, I think he's got the team, the bike, and I think and you know he's got the talent. The guy rips off lap times that are seconds lower than anybody else in the middle of a moto. You're just like, what, what, what? Like, we're 20 minutes in, and Aaron Plessinger is three seconds a lot faster than everybody right now? So, yeah, I mean, he's just got to f- figure that out. Like, I, I put JT, Plessinger, and Forkner are, to me, kind of the same outlook. Like, fast as shit. Can either guy tame it? We'll see. That's the challenge, right? It's always... Uh, yeah, I know we'll see. That's why I, well, I, I know. I'm we'll saying with crazy speed comes inconsistency at times, but we've seen guys in the past be able to harness it. And it, everybody's timeline is different. Everybody finds a different way to do it. So I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can't answer that. Forkner's the only one that can answer that. But to win championships, you have to. And, uh, you know, Ricky Carmichael went through it on, a, on, his, on the big bike. You know, he had crazy good speed, but he would crash the first year in 2000. He crashed every other time. Uh, you have to find a way to figure it out. Stu had to go through the same thing, and, and some would argue that he never did, even though he won 24 Easy, motos in a row. Easy, bro. Easy. You won 24 motos in a row. He did it. Figured it out. Kind of. I mean, when he had to turn it back up again, I, I would argue the only way he figured it out was because when Ricky retired, he didn't have to push anymore. Because when Ricky was there and he had to put everything on the line, he crashed. We are, but we are not turning was, this into a stew pod. I, I always, want to. It always turns into I want to. I want to, yes. but we're not. We're not. <laughs> I do want to, yes. <laughs> Let's stay focused on Amart. Let's stay focused. <laughs> <laughs> has, there been any, has there ever been a bigger difference in conversations between Stu and Amart? Where those, where those conversations would go that's might why, be the polar opposite. That's why you hear this stuff. That's why people listen to these pods. So, Stu and Amart. They're often compared, often contrasted. <laughs> How do you talk about when people think Amart, they think Amar, Stu. They get talking about Stu. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive. All right, we're, we're done with Stu. Okay, we're done. Um, okay, look. Uh, J-Mart, Osborne, Forkner, Plessinger, Amart all can win this title. We're missing one guy, though, who can also win this title. Weech, do you know who I'm missing? Joey Zavacci. Yes, exactly. Joey Savacci. Uh, I think the stock. I think the stock has gone down, and that could be a mistake. It could be like um, the actual Monster Energy stock itself. The last oh, few days. Oh, let's not let's not go there, please. Let's but, get uh, let's get this but, thing uh, back. I just got accosted here. I just got broken into uh, by burglars, small ones. But Savacci, these last couple supercrosses were not typical Savacci level, so oh. it's a little bit confusing. Yeah, well, JT, we actually texted AC yesterday while he was in the hospital bed and said you're to blame for this monster drop monster stock drop because you know we and i are owners of monster stock uh ac you are to blame for this because you you're pulled out of outdoors thank you and so this is uh, the guy was going for knee surgery and he had to get accosted <laughs> by wygant for the stock drop um i thought it was seven percent seven percent drop in one day because ac went for acl surgery oh boy listen to his kids back there he's muting the phone trying to get, stop his kids but um JJ, I, I mean, Savachi won a race last year. I think he did. He win one or two. 
He won Thunder Valley. He won Colorado Valley. for sure. Yeah, he won Colorado. He won a couple. He, he, won a couple. he probably won. Oh, he he probably won uh, Spring Creek, Millville. Yeah, he won 25-22, so he won that. But man, it just doesn't seem like it, Weege. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like Joey can win this. I think a lot of it is because Supercross. Uh, the one thing I've always said about Joey is he does win races. He does win races like we just saw. You'd be like, what? He won three overalls last year out of the 12 rounds? Wouldn't yeah. have thought that, but he does. Like, he piles them up. The year before that, remember, I think he won five of the first nine motos of the year. Dominated the opener at Hangtown, went 1-1. So a lot of these guys, it's like you're hoping that it clicks or you're hoping it works, but Savachi's already been there. So that's why the Supercross thing, he only won one race. So a lot of guys only won one race. AC only won one race. Uh, McElrath won, what, two? But to me, when Savacci only wins one, that's more of a, hey, is there something wrong here uh, than it is for most of the other guys. I expected more from him in Supercross. I mean, he had good starts and didn't turn them into wins, which is surprising. So yeah. I'm kind of in a uh, – back to the stock thing. I'm definitely in a hold. I don't know to buy or sell. I'm definitely yeah. not buying right now. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what's up with this dude. I, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I just – I don't know. To me, I, you you theorized, by the way. You just threw in a maybe he just needs to change the scenery. Yeah, maybe it just seems like something's not gelling That's right now. Way like too convenient, I think, of a take for. <laughs> Why? Who does he work with? No, listen. Hey, listen. Look, look, I was the first guy telling everybody about Bogle's deal last year, and he went to RCs, and it it breathed new life into him. He looked looked great, you know. So. Uh, but Joey screams like he needs a new program, man. Just nothing's working. He's in a he's in a rut. He, he Supercross didn't go well. He, you know, he's probably getting yelled at a lot. I, maybe it's a lot of work. I, I don't know. The opposite of Bogle, like Bogle needed that. Maybe Joey needs to get out and go, you know, do his own thing. I don't know. It's uh, I mean, he can win the title though. Like he, he it's it's uh, he's moving to four fifties next year, so it's a big year for him. Just like Amart needs a contract. Nice motivation for him. He got fifth in the points last year, but he missed. The the last four last four motos of the year he was ahead of the, a lot of these guys uh, before he went out in points but I don't know I mean he could win it he's he, he's in the mix J Mart Osborne Savachi Forkner Plessinger A Mart can win this title yeah everyone I agree. everyone agree yep yeah yep yeah um I wouldn't be surprised to see any of these guys holding the number one plate uh it'll be interesting to see I think Plessinger and Forkner can 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 go really fast. Uh, Savachi and Amart are more the steady guys who can also go very fast. And then you have Jamar and Osborne who just have the total packages around them, I guess. That's the way to break it down. Am I missing anything, JT? No. I just um, think there's less risk with those two guys, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I, still, I still think it comes down to those two guys. They've just done it for too long and at this level, and I just think they have it figured out. You know, and... and a bad race or two doesn't make them panic because they know these kids are going to have plenty of bad races. I just mm-hmm. don't see how you get away from one. Unless one of them goes out with an, a big injury, I can't get away from it being one of those two. Um, are we shitting on Shane a little bit, Weege? I've heard big things from flying at the test track. Oh, flying at the test track. Oh, flying God. at the test track. Oh, God. If I, if, if I had $5 for every guy that was flying at the test track... I wouldn't be doing this stupid pod, that's for sure. Specifically, got Amar covered at the test track. You, you hush your mouth. No. Ooh. No, I'm just, Amar's a gamer, and everybody there knows that. Amar's a gamer. 
when it's race time, Amart's going to bring something extra. He's not a practicer, he's a racer. But Shane is flying at the test track. Shane, by the way, outdoors, there's only been a few good races. I don't know what was up last year. It was just not good. Yeah, it didn't go uh, well. Yeah. No, and he, he was giving me answers like, he said at Hangtown he was just riding, he thought, awesome, and he was going two seconds slower than everybody else, and he didn't know why. <laughs> That's never good. Right. <laughs> uh, JT, there's some Justin Cooper buzz. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he has been riding outdoors, I guess, since he was able to ride. Ever, You know, he knocked himself out at Houston, I believe. Um, yeah. And ever since then, when he started riding, he's been riding outdoors. So he should be very, very, very prepared. I just don't think he's going to be relevant for the title. But if he comes out and he's got a five-second lead at the halfway mark of the first moto, I'm not going to bat an eye because he should be very prepared for this series. Uh, what do you think, Weege? Justin Cooper? I mean, he, you know, he basically battled Hartraff for that spot. Uh, no, he didn't. Okay. No. All right. It was never. Hartraff <laughs> was never in the picture. Okay. All right. I don't know where this info came from. <laughs> um, he's flying at the test track. He was also flying at the test track before Supercross. We obviously didn't get much data. He only really raced one race before he got hurt. Yeah. But I did hear people tell me before Supercross, they would have put money on Justin Cooper winning Anaheim 1, and I'm like, his first Supercross ever? <laughs> I mean, it's happened a few times, but it usually doesn't even happen for West Coast guys. Uh, I think everyone that's ever won their first one did it in you know, Atlanta, like they had two more months to get ready. Anyway, yes, he's flying at the test track. Yes, he's going to be good long-term. Yes, he's super solid, but it's still his first full season. Um, so Speaking I of flying, are you at an airport? Hey, what's going on in the background? Yes, there are planes flying overhead because I got chased out of my house. Okay. So, right. No matter what I do. No matter what I do. Um, yeah. No matter what I do. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, listen, um, I, also another guy uh, interesting is going to be Marchbanks. Garrett Marchbanks is going to ride Pro Circuit. I yep. asked AC how it's been going. AC said, uh, he's, he's tall. I'm like, okay, good. Thanks. That that was that was his scouting report on Marchbanks. But it's like uh, asking Allie for a weather report. Yeah, really, right? Um, but Allie. Allie, Allie. But uh, also, the, the thing I hear about the kid is, uh, I talked to another amateur guru yesterday. He's very, he's into the amateur scene. He follows it intensely. Uh, he told me that uh, he's going to be very good. Uh, he's going to crash, though. But he's got a lot of heart, and he's got a lot of speed. But he, he is a little sketchy. Uh, Weege, can you kind of confirm that scouting report? I haven't really seen the sketchiness. The only thing that concerned me was, when he raced Monster Cup, he was not relevant at all. But I haven't really seen the sketchiness on the amateur side. Yeah, he definitely is big. They actually call him the, Mar- the man-child, Mark Banks, because he's not just tall, but he's like Bauer is built. Um, so I don't know. I guess there's a level of crashing that almost comes along with all these guys mm-hmm. when they're debuting. But I don't think it's uh, exceptional. I think there's other guys that have come in that have even been even more balls to the walls than him. Uh, how does he do, though? How do you think he does, Weege? Like, well, top my question is, and maybe you know, did he know all along this was coming? Or is this a, hey, Marty and AC are out, we need, we, we're need, we going to move you up? Or did he know all along? Uh, you know? I don't know. I do not know that, no. From what That's I know is a possibility. Okay. Well, that might be all I need to know then, because honestly, every time someone of his stature, I don't mean size-wise, I mean talent-wise, shows up at Hangtown, been motoring down, didn't have to worry about Supercross. They always kill it. They always kill it. 
So AC disagreed. AC disagreed with me vehemently when I made that point on Pulp Show. He said, well, the first race, you're too nervous, you can't do anything right, Everything's everybody's going faster than you thought, blah, blah, blah. Well, well, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but all these guys, I you know, I have all these guys in my head that killed it at Hangtown. Uh, he, he was sick. He ate bad fish, so what does he know? I'm just saying, he didn't like my, he didn't like my take on that at all. Um, I think for him personally, yes, that was the experience. For almost all these other dudes, uh, they crushed it. I agree. Uh, Jordan Bailey is another rookie, right, going to ride for outdoors? We think? Uh, yes, I think he's in. Yep. Okay, Jordan Bailey. Um, actually, hasn't, uh, I guess, I, I, look, I don't, again, I don't follow this stuff that closely, but um, been a little disappointing as an amateur, from what I gather. Weech? He's up and down. He's had years where he's been phenomenal, and then other years where you forget he's out there, which is very strange, actually. I mean, usually on the amateur side, the races are so short, you know, you can see who has talent, or you can see who's fast. Yeah. Um, you don't have to put the puzzle pieces together, so to speak, as much because it's not like it's a you have to race 17 weekends in a row or yeah, anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So I'm surprised. Like he's had some good years and some bad. So I don't know. Okay. Significant investment with that kid. So he's for you guys. He, for his own benefit, he needs to turn it up for the Rockstar Husky team. Yes. Um. Uh. So Jordan Smith. Didn't get to ride outdoors last year. You know, he's kind of him and RJ Hampshire, again, they're ex teammates and they're buddies. They're in that group, I think, of guys that we're like we're looking, we're watching. Uh Chase Sexton will be better. Can Chase Sexton win a moto? I think so. Possible. Yeah, keep an eye out for uh for Jordan at Hangtown. He was second there the year before on on Geico. Where are you at on Sexton, Wygant? Uh, I think he's going to be really good, and I think a lot of people think he's going to be really good. Plus, I know that uh, he was riding with AC, who's now out, but uh, he's pretty lucky to get in the right group. You know, he's in the Sealy slash Craig and Roxon and AC gang, and that's who they moto down with. So I feel like he's got good guys to ride with and good guys to train with. They're all super pumped. They say great things about his skills. I, he's apparently like Rambo when it comes to training. Yeah, he's yeah, um, he's, he's Rambo. Yeah, you've heard yeah. these stories. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing I heard from Roxanne once was Roxanne like really started giving him a lot of credit for how strong he is in the gym, but then realized, well, I can't ever say anyone's better than me at something. So it was more like, dude, you get him on that ski erg, and it's just unbelievable what he's able to do. He's so strong. I mean, I can do the same. <laughs> <laughs> Just classic rider, um, right, rider talk. Right. But anyway, yeah, so, anyone who sees him ride daily says that he's awesome. So he could surprise. Sexton jumped in uh, at high point uh, off of injury. His best finish, it looks like it was a sixth. So uh, he'll yeah, be remember at Ironman, I think it was he was gonna get second. Oh, that's right. In a moto, yeah, and he yeah. fell right at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, and and R.J. Hampshire got another contract. I didn't know that, but. Um, yeah, RJ Hampshire will be uh, looked at. Also, he's got it. Just, just stay healthy, right, JT? I mean, come on, RJ, just, just stay. Yeah, I mean, he obviously his form at the USGP was really good. So I'm sure he has that in the back of his mind. Is hey, I can, I can do this. Um, but yeah, the injury thing is is obviously paramount. He's yep. got to stay on two wheels all summer. Uh, speaking of staying on two wheels. Please check out The Great Outdoors. It is back. The Great Outdoors motocross film franchise finally returns with the latest installment. We live all the drama from last season and see motocross like never before through the lens and storyteller of famed filmmaker Troy Adamitis. 
Check this one out. Find it digitally on stores like iTunes, Amazon. Uh, it not only looks at the USA stuff, but Canadian Moto, MXGP, Tomac, Muscan, Bagot, Webb, Hurlings, Caroli, Alessi, and more. Available digitally worldwide wherever you get your movies. Check it out. Don't miss it. The Great Outdoors is back. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing for coming on this podcast, flyracing.com. And uh, we'll go to commercial break. Listen to this commercial from Racetech, and we'll be right back to uh, talk about a few more guys uh, in 250 Nationals. Race Tech suspension and engines, people. Pulpamex 18 is the code to save. Breaking through the limitations of OEM designs, Race Tech specializing in high performance suspension, parts, service, and setups, modifying stock suspension components to perform at the highest level. Discover why more top privateers trust Race Tech, guys like the HEP Suzuki team, and many more in the pits use Race Tech for their suspension and engines mods. Pulpamex 18, you can save using the code. Please check them out, racetech.com. Do it. Maxxis Tires. From your bike to your truck and almost everything with wheels in between, Maxxis Tires will have you hooking up, pulling the whole shot, and beating your competition. One of the world's most trusted tire brands, Maxxis delivers high-quality tire products that perform no matter what the terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask the king, Jeremy McGrath. And we're back. FlyRacing.com, RacerX podcast. Thanks to RacerX, folks. Please subscribe to that. Fly Racing, obviously, and uh, Maxis and Alpine Stars on board with us. And again, the great outdoors is back. Get it wherever you get your movies from. Um, all right, we talked about some of the guys uh, that we think are going to be up there and some interesting guys. Dylan Ferrandez, pr- JT, probably not racing. I can't see it. And if, if he you're is, not riding, uh, yeah. so we're sitting here on a Thursday, you know, with a weekend off ahead of us, and you haven't started no, riding no, yet. No, no, this isn't coming out till next week, so nobody knows when we're doing it. You just blew it. Oh, I don't care. Okay, we're sitting here on Thursday before the weekend off. No, we're and, no. This is th- I said. Hang down this weekend. To no, everybody. I don't care. I I, I kind of don't care. <sighs> he, he's not riding yet, so that's that's going to be a no. You can't race Hangtown if you haven't started riding yet with a week to go. I, that's my opinion. Maybe. I mean, you could try, but yeah. it's going to go very poorly, and you're not going to get points. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Ferrandis, it will be in tough to start the outdoors. I I think a healthy Ferrandis would be really good, though. Like, if he oh, was yeah. coming on no, his game. He, he will yeah. be in the podium mix sometime this summer. It's just not going to be yeah. anytime soon. Right, right. Uh, Cameron McAdoo, why can't? Where, if only somebody knew the Geico team really well. Yeah, if only they had better PR people right. over there. If um, only, yeah. McAdoo's actually, he was coming back from the injury he had at the beginning of Supercross, and like his second or third day riding, he broke a shoulder blade, so he's not even going to be back until probably that break before high point. Really? Jeez, man. That, yeah. that guy, it's been rough. Um, Mitchell Harrison? Can I get a Mitchell Harrison uh, thought or two? Well, we know he's usually better outdoors than in Supercross, and Supercross was not good. He made a podium uh, last year. Yeah, bud, yeah, man. I had that yeah. red bud, yeah. great ride. But I'm not, yeah. I'm not sold. It's, it's a deep class, man. You got to be not good, but you got to be great to even break through here. So that's a hold. Uh, Justin Hill, there's a wild car for you. Justin cool. Hill, JGR Suzuki. Okay, go. Somewhere. How many motos is he finishing? I think that. Don't worry about results. Let's say how many motos does he finish. Oh. <laughs> uh, <sighs> That's where we're at. Weege, where do you think? How many motos? Finishes? Yep. Uh, I think he can finish some. 
I think he could finish. <laughs> yeah, he finish the motos. I think he's going to finish a lot of motos. He was in a lot of races last year. He was just getting 13th. So he was finishing them, just getting 13th. Uh, no offense, JT. Many 13ths for JT, and that was solid. He got uh, well, he yeah, got 13. Was, he, yeah, that's speaking difference. of 13, he yes. he raced 13 motos last year. He got points in nine of them. Yeah, but what type of finishes was he getting? Well, he got like, one sixteenth, so that's a that's a fifth, right? Sixteen points. Yeah, and I think that's it. That's the only one that was like even on the. Then radar. he got a seventh. Then he got an eighth. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It'll be. What do you got, JT, for finishes for for Hill Moto wise? I have him finishing uh, fourteen motos. That's throughout the whole season. Okay, and I don't think they're going to be consecutive. And are they points scorings or no? Just finishes. No. Yeah. Okay, uh, fourteen. Just... Fourteen times he sees the checkered flag. Okay. Um, I think he runs around twelfth. Most of those motos. Can I just say that there was a MXA struck again? By the way, in case everybody was wondering, there was a photo of uh, Josh Hill with a quote from Justin Hill under it. Please, MXA, never change. Okay, that's just one. That's the first thing I need to say. But can we talk about they, – they, they got a quote from Justin Hill. He said, I'm not going to lie, Vegas was a rough one. I wanted to end my Supercross, 250 Supercross with a bang, but it didn't happen. That's racing. I'm looking forward to hopping on a Suzuki 450 next year and seeing what I can do. Is it, is it scary that he didn't say, I'm looking forward to the Nationals? I think it's just honest. Okay. I'm just like – is that a mindset right there? Or am I reading way too much into it? No, that's that's just honesty. I think it's an oversight on his part, but I think that just is just honest. That's where his head's at. Well, the net this is summer is not going to go well. No, that's I have fourteen motors total, and him running in twelfth in those motos. That's not good. Well, we just got nineteen motos. Nineteen motos. Uh, he takes checkered flag. Results. Mm. You know, he did when we uh, interviewed him. Our uh, uh, Racer X's own Aaron Hansel interviewed him when he made the switch to JGR, and one of the main things, and I was shocked to hear this, that he cited was he really wanted a team that was based on the East Coast so he could ride in the humidity, feels that he's not been prepared enough for uh, outdoors uh, before, and he really thinks he could get a lot better. And I was surprised to hear that on the priority list. Um, so maybe that was just an oversight. They just Maybe they left the paragraph out of that press release accidentally. What? Bad cut-and-paste job, and they left out the part where he said he's going to kill it. What's Hill's best moto finish of the year? Outdoors? Yeah. Fifth. I would say fifth, too. I can see him getting a couple fifths. Weege? He's got a couple tracks he's good. You know, like Glenn Helen, he got a podium once. Yep. I think he was up front of Washougal a few yep. times. A couple times he's going to pop up. Right. Um, what about Hartraft? I'm, I'm a fan of this kid, man. Like, I don't know how he's going to do. Like, don't you feel like he'll be 8 to 12? Am he I... won me over at Tampa. I'm with you. 8 to 12? A little bit? Yeah. yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Weege? I'm, I'm interested to see how he does. He's so big, you know, in the outdoors. Does that hurt him on the 250? I don't, I don't know. I can't answer that, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, he's Jersey zone. So what about um, uh, Cantrell? We haven't mentioned Cantrell. He's uh, obviously he's like uh, Sexton where he came in last year. He's got an outdoor series under his belt. Cantrell will be good. Uh, Moseman will be will be good. I think both of those guys will be a little bit better. They probably will be seven to twelve, ish. 
Moseman and Cantrell? Do we yeah, have- I think uh, for both of them it will be very start-dependent. Uh, Moseman will be good at Hangtown. Mm-hmm. I could see him coming out and getting top ten uh, right away at Hangtown. But I think Cantrell especially, he's going to be, if he gets a good start, he does well. If he gets a bad start, eh, 15th. Yeah. It's going to be hard for those guys to move up because it's going to be super deep, especially at the beginning. Someone asked me the other day, who's better, Moseman or Cantrell? And I, I had no answer. I don't know. They seem, they seem similar. I agree. They've been shockingly similar. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of flash with either guy. They're steady. They're, they're good riders. But I don't mm-hmm. know who's better. Um... All right, what else? Uh, did I miss anybody? Got to, Enzo Lopes is taking the spot oh, on yeah. JGR 250, right? We have Lopes. Yeah, Enzo Lopes. How, where are we at on them? Cool name, by the way, Enzo. I wish I was named Enzo. Yeah. Enzo Mathis. Couple, Sebastian Tortelli's kid's name's Enzo. Of course oh. it is. Of course it is. A <laughs> couple people have told me he's going to be better uh, as a pro than he was as an amateur because he's better at longer races. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe the JGR's got a sleeper on their hands here. But, I mean, I, he raced right. amateur a long time, and he'd have some good years and then some other years where he's totally off the radar. So uh-huh. he's going to have to show it. It's definitely not a, oh, this dude is a, a must or a, a can't miss. It's not right. that level. Right. Mm-hmm. Does uh, does Filthy Phil get any 250 time in with JGR? I say yes. No. Why? Why, Why would you, you even think that? Because like every opportunity has been there, and it still hasn't happened. Why now? Because he's going to do well outdoors on a 450, and then Bogle will come back, and Pike will be there, and then he'll be sitting around the shop complaining and whining, and then Lopes or Hill will get hurt, and then Phil will say, hey, Phil, you're not doing nothing today. Why don't you jump on a 250? I think so. That's part of my 14-moto plan for Hill. So no, Weege, no? Does Hill go to Phil and say, Phil, let's work this out? You want to race? Yeah. You would like to be out there. I hate and I, and I hate this. This sucks. I'm just waiting till till Anaheim. <laughs> right, right. Let's work this out. You want to race? And look, it's even got a catchy line: "Hill for Phil." <laughs> we should do like campaign signs: "Hill for Phil." Um. So Phil, I'm gonna Phil, I'm gonna go out there out back right now. And I'm gonna fall down. And I'm gonna sprain my ankle. Okay. <laughs> Phil, will be like, "Yep, okay." Or Phil hits him in the knee like Nancy Kerrigan and takes his spot. Why? <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be, I think Phil gets some 250 times. So does JT. At some point, something will happen with that team. Uh, Luke Reslin not doing f- outdoors. I, I, really? I, I pitched him. Yeah, that team's not going outdoors. I pitched him as a uh. fill-in to uh, Schmil Sean. He's a team manager for a Yamaha team, but uh, they weren't having it. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, what's a rider that can surprise? What's somebody that can surprise that we haven't talked about? Colt Nichols won't be ready either, by the way, so I'm not exactly sure on his timeline. But what's a guy that can surprise, JT? Um, surprise. I think, I think we have a pretty good uh, rookie I'm going to put even Justin Cooper as a rookie because he really only raced a few super outdoors and then one supercross. Uh, I think we have a pretty good, strong rookie group coming in. These kids are fast. So um, I think, especially at Hangtown, you know, we've talked about it a little bit, but I think you're going to see guys riding around the front where your casual fans like, who the hell is that guy? Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's what I expect. Um, well, I just made through the season. doesn't mean to be Hangtown. 
Like, uh, like, 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 I'll go McElrath. Like, we haven't talked about him as a guy that could win the title. We gave you guys uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six guys that can win the title um, that we think would win the title. I, I, McElrath could be that guy. Like, I don't think it will, but I think McElrath could surprise. He could be a podium guy all summer long. I don't quite know exactly what happened last year. Uh, he only got one, po- uh, two podiums on the year. But McElrath could be a guy that I think that could jump up and surprise. Okay, uh, I don't, I don't dislike that. Um, I, man, I, I struggle with McElrath being up there every single time. Um, well, just like Amart, you struggle with Amart too. No, Amart, I know is going to be up there every single time. I just struggle with him winning the title. Uh, I'm going to go March Banks. I think March Banks will make some noise. I think he's going to be really ready. I've heard good things coming from test tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, man, these kids, I just. That's why I made that, you know, I was arguing with AC about it. These kids come in with, and if, if they come in with the right mindset, all they know how to do is win. That's all they've ever done. That's all they know how to do is get the whole shot and run up front. And at Hangtown, when everybody's kind of like sorting it out and still got this Supercross hangover, they are not. They are, you know, they've got their adrenaline pumping and it's the most exciting race of their life. Uh, I think March Banks is going to be my, I'll pick him as my surprise. Weege? Uh, I'll go with Sexton uh, on that. That's good too. I think, yeah. yep. think he's about to. Think it's about to hit. Is Sexton? That's a good call. Is Sexton the sexy pick? I just want him to win a title someday, and then I will have to make the fifty-fifty coin flip decision to send out the tweet. <laughs> How is Sexton going to celebrate this championship? <laughs> do it or not do it. I do it. He's uh, I, probably going to have a ton of. <laughs> right, I, I would do that, but I don't. Then again, I don't know if I would ever listen to me for career advice. Yes, you know what I mean. Like when it comes to like, is something edgy or not? Like I don't know if I'm the right guy. I think he's over eighteen now, so we're probably good. Yeah, we're. All I wonder right. if GL would do it. Yeah, yeah, that, he might that, actually that, just have it. That, that question, he's probably having that right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see, man. I think. Like I, I've said this over and over, uh, Osborne beat down J-Mart last year. I don't care what you say. 80 points in, is you know a lot of points. But it's going to be closer this year, right? Like, I don't, see, I don't see either one of those two guys winning the other one by 81 points. Weege, do you? I, I just don't see it. Well, no, and I think into every season we don't think that can happen, but it happens a lot. So we have to leave the door open to it. I think we're on. I think we're we're in we're in we're looking for an all timer here. I'm really stoked. I'm excited. JT, this is gonna be great. All time series. I think these two are gonna. These two are so. They're so like bullheaded and in great shape and great bikes and everything. Like it's gonna be great. All I, right, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm, I will take it. Jmart's been riding with Tomac. It's been going great. I've been hearing incredible things flying at the test track <laughs> for Jmart. So, and then there's Amart. Like just. Just troll, trucking along, racking up podiums, and before you know it, Wygant, you and GL are going to be like, welcome to round six of Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championships. Alex Martin, your surprise leader in the points. That's what you're going to be saying. <laughs> and you're going to be like, wait, what? He's won four motos? That's it? But somehow he's he's leading the points? I do feel Old the best strategy. moto last year, the best battle, was the first moto at Colorado. And I, I specifically talk about this moto because all the riders say when the tracks are too rutted, you can see the racing is terrible. And then they cited Colorado as proof of that 
except the first 250 moto at Colorado had more passing than I've ever seen in a moto in my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but all that passing was for about second through 12th. And one man was up front, and they were never able to uh, no. get within five seconds of him. Never. That was, that was never. Yep. They all took a swing at it. Yep. Multiple dudes had second place and tried yeah. to run him down. But. They could do nothing with the A train. Look, they could not derail the A train. I don't know how this is going to go, but I don't think – unless if he stays healthy, of course, that's always a caveat in this sport, and he very well could get hurt like everyone else. I don't see how Amart finishes outside the top three in points, no matter how you do it, no how you slice it. Slice it however you want. He's not getting worse than third. So he's basically got one spot because I think there's two guys that are going to finish in front of him. And then he'll You're be basically third. saying he's getting third. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe something happens to one of those two guys. I don't know. Okay. I think I can agree with that. I can see multiple guys getting to a level or being able to be better, but I can see plenty of other guys also not finishing all the motos. Uh, I know he didn't last year, but most of the time he's pretty solid. So I see what you're saying. And Plessinger and Forkner are the question marks, are a little bit of the wild cards. Like they, Either one of those guys could step up and just, just be champion. You yeah. know, they could something could click. I don't know. What could click? Like what exactly? Like Steve, like Steve said last year, Alex Martin is just—he's uh, on a different level than than AP. Uh huh. Yep. And he was. Really, til, til, we've really seen that bear out. Till he got hurt. Till he got hurt. We've really was, seen it, that bear out. It was Amart's. It was Amart's world, and we're just living in it. So since then, AP had finished him ahead of him in points, and then won a, won a Supercross title. Mm-hmm. Crazy how that's uh, Supercross, I would never say Amart's better than Plessinger. But uh, I was trying to convince a certain Mitch Payton to hire Amart this past weekend. Didn't go that well. Is it happening? Yeah. He seems you gotta to be, bring back. You got to bring back so and so. He seems like he's stuck with Marty. Yeah, he's really, really on the Marty thing. Um, all right. We did it. We got Marty in. <laughs> we got Stu. We, we got <laughs> Stu and Marty Stu in. Stu and Marty. Marty's not even racing this summer, but he's in. He's in the pod. You think Stu's racing this summer? Don't you ever – it's not over. He, he, why do you think he kept his number? Malcolm's not even racing this summer. You think James is racing? Why would he keep his number if he's not racing? I don't, I don't know that he even wants to. He petitioned the AMA to keep his number. I, I doubt he did. I, I, like, I believe his dad did. I think his petition is in the same file as the TWE no, was. No, that's, that's what they want the public to believe. Okie doke. Um, the, the, the smoke screen's all over. It's all over. It's, it's all over. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, yep. All right, everybody. Uh, that's it, I think. 250 motocross preview, right? We broke it all down. Please don't go back. You got and it. Hold it. Hold us to this. Um, thanks to Fly Racing. Thanks to Maxis. Thanks to uh, Alpine Stars, of course, and Great Outdoors as well. Um, all right, everybody. Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas. Thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. 
we get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosile Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled fifth and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in, I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey, 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 hey.